Today, it's Edwin's Monday Evening Property Rant. Hello again, it's Martin North from Digital Finance Analytics, one of the latest posts covering finance and property news. Monday evening, and of course, Edwin is back with me for another rant. Hello, Edwin. How are you going? I'm very wet, Martin. How are you going? <laughs> Got a bit of rain down there, have you? <laughs> a bit. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, forget. So I was talking to my mother earlier today. And, and you know, she started rattling on about uh, La Nina, El Nino. And I said, Mum, what are you going on about La Nina, El Nino? I mean, it, it just doesn't happen. The, you know, it's, it, nothing's happening. If anything, we've got the orphan. <laughs> we got el, el, as we would say in Spanish, el huérfano, the the orphan. So it's not la niña, el niño. It's it's the orphan because we don't know what's coming. It's it's incredible. It gets hot. It gets humid. I, I don't know what to wear. Uh, you, know, you walk out of the house in a uh, in in a shirt. Then by the middle of the day, you're in the singlet, and by the evening, you're you know you're wearing long sleeves again, Martin. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's also crazy here. We had uh, the warmest February day um, almost ever um, uh, a couple of days ago, right? So it was actually 18 degrees, which is, of course, in the UK, pretty high and for February, remarkable. And then we've had um, tons of rain, um, you know, coming through in, in bands. We've had very little frosty weather and almost no snow this year so winter's broken here as well yeah look everything's broken but look but look uh, i think i think we just got to take a uh, a page out of albo uh albo and co real estate and you know anything anything you we just need to tattoo it i mean this is this is how crazy the weather's crazy everything's broken and if, i don't know if you're able to upload that video of uh our way wanting to tattoo uh the uh, you know uh, i guess he's more like saying that yeah it's, it's etched in stone now the, the with regards to the uh to, to the amendment to the tax cuts and so forth and, and any policy so i, I tweeted out I tweeted that out, and I and I actually said, you know, look, if he wants to uh, tattoo a new policy or a government policy, um, it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing if it's going to be tattooed on the uh, on the forearms and on the uh, of the politicians, so but they can be reminded every day what they promise and what they they should be delivering. And then we and, the, and then Dusty says, the cheeky little monkey, she says, uh, well, why don't we get the um, yeah, the the underquoting guidelines tattooed on the uh, on the selling agents that get caught, you know, uh, that are in breach of the of the regulations, <laughs> and then Tarek Tarek got on board on the on the on that Twitter on that Twitter uh, on that post, and he said, uh, "Yeah, we can tattoo it on their forehead." I was sort of thinking tattooing it on their tongues. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, it does seem that uh, talk is cheap. I would say, Edwin, talk is cheap. Um, and uh, you know, in, in the current silly environment, I mean, you you, you found these couple of uh, of little um, of videos, right? Which we'll, we'll play oh, wow. now. Which really, to me, <laughs> sums up quite nicely the state of play at the moment, right? It's madness, really, absolute madness. Well, this is this is the thing. So, uh, look, if so, I figured, you know what? I'll just uh, see what what else is out there and what what else Albo is doing. So then I posted out a couple of uh, a couple of uh, short videos from uh, uh, that that were put up online, and and the first one that you're going to show is uh, you know, what I believe is what uh, Albo and Co Real Estate Partners are importing uh, to to assist with the. Uh, they're the new they're the new builders, the incoming builders that are coming to Australia to to assist with the housing crisis. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly, it's an interesting way of handling uh, the point of moving, um, um, you know, stuff from point A to point B. But I'm not sure whether it's other efficient or actually very safe. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's all about having fun in the workforce in the workplace, right? That's all about. It's all about comfort, you know. Uh, getting people to work from home. If you if you don't want them to work from home, so you know, put a trapeze in the building site so they can they can trapeze around and swing around, uh, putting on the render. I mean, look, they're going to be doing a better job than what we've been delivered. That's been currently delivered. 
Correct. But uh, the other video, I, I, I was really fascinated by by the second video that I sent to you, and and, and that just sums up. It really sums up the uh, uh, housing policy, or you know, or, or the government's uh, housing policy on how to fix you know, how to fix the current issues that uh, that we're facing. <laughs> No, it's great. And uh, yeah, just move the pole, move the pole, move the pole. <laughs> it's um, It really does uh, show you. And look, I mean, I don't know whether you noticed, Edwin, but this week there has been an absolute plethora of articles in the mainstream media all saying the same thing, right? Which is it, it's simply this, build up, look up. Buy, buy apartments, right? Uh, you know, because basically uh, nobody can afford to buy a house anymore. So effectively buy apartments. And these this is actually from Queensland. There was another one here. Uh, apartment boom as houses are out of reach. The new family unit. Queenslanders love affair with owning a house is being challenged ever more than before as the case uh, for buying apartments builds. Um, <clears throat> now, that's an interesting observation, not least because, uh, of course, um, people are now arguing quite strongly about build up, build up. And of course, uh, in, in some areas of Sydney, for example, the, the councils are still resisting the idea of rezoning to build up. And um, the only issue I've got <clears throat> is that um, uh, there's some big issues going on with um, apartment builders. So we're seeing quite a few of the um, Chinese builders leaving the country. And so the momentum in terms of um, building could be an issue. Quality, of course, as we know, is, is a big issue. And uh, I mean, this is just, uh, you know, the mainstream media spruiking up apartments for the sake of it, it seems to me. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll keep on saying that uh, uh, we really don't know how to build high-rise. Uh, and, and, you know, with, with close to 60% or over 60% of the, uh, the high-rise development that's been built over the last 15 years, uh, you know, uh, a good 47% of that is really not suitable for uh, habitation, and, and they've got major issues that the government, that the government and the, um, the the authorities won't disclose. And we've actually got people living in in death traps, and, and they won't disclose because for fear of uh, d diminishing the value of those properties that are affected by your by the flammable cladding. Uh, you know, major mould issues uh, and, and other structural issues that uh, David Shubrick's uh, been bringing up, uh, you know, uh, over the last uh, over the last couple of years. So, you know, I, I reached out to 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 my son and, and I said, mate, uh, what's um, you know, uh, just give me a quick snapshot. Uh, this is just a few minutes before we started the rant. I said, give me a quick snapshot of the of the building companies that. Uh, that are yeah, as you mentioned, the, 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 there's the big uh, the big Chinese mob that uh, had issues with the with those apartments in North in North Ride. They're facing I issues there, uh, but they've also got uh, they're only going to build one more development, uh, and, and then after that they're uh, backing away from uh, from Australia. They're not going to build anymore. It's it's too costly. The according to them, the regulations are too tight, and there's just too many. Um, yeah, too many things that that are going wrong will continue to go wrong, and the cost to build the the labour costs are so horrendous. Yeah, so you've got Greenland, you've got uh, Parkview, uh, you know, um, uh, the, there's some issues there. There are you know, um, growth build, uh, uh, lays, and 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 a bar and a company in Byron Bay that are building luxury uh, luxury developments there. There are that uh, I believe the builders walked off the uh, off the site uh, uh, over the last week. So there are major issues that we're facing, but it all comes back to. Uh, what we've been saying for a very long time, and, and what we alluded uh, earlier in the year when uh, when we said watch this space, or uh, late last year when we alluded to and we said watch this space because developers uh, do not want to build, uh, regardless of the fact that the state government is changing the uh, the, the zoning for you know, high rise development around you know, the, your, the the Shire and also in the North Shore in all these areas. Uh, and I've been sitting down with some real estate agents. Uh, over the last week, that that deal with a lot of developers and and put together development sites for developers that I used to work with them, and I you know, would put in the numbers together, and I said, look, it all looks great on paper, but when when the landowner wants to take most of the money, wants to take most of the profit in selling the land, and then you then then there's the cost to build per lot, and there's the land cost. Uh, per lot, and then all, all the other, all the red tape in between, it just becomes impossible. You you virtually have to sell a like two bedroom apartment in in, in Liverpool 
or uh, bloody Campbelltown for uh, $1.1 million in order to break even. I mean, that's yeah, when you're talking averages. It's, it's crazy. I, we've spoken about it before, and I said, watch this space because developers are not going to move. The, the government's already already tacking towards uh, incentivizing developers by giving them higher, you know, uh, uh, you know, restricting the heights. Uh, and also giving them more floor space ratios in order to so they can get more yield on their on the on, on the on the development. So they're they're doing all. This. But at the end of the day, Martin, a lot of it also comes back to the cost to build. I mean, my son's also telling me that uh, this year we can expect to see a, ri- a further rise of thirty percent costs in um, in in chip rocking, and the majority of that is in in labour. Why? Why is it in labour? Because as we said before, and we said it on our show, and we keep on talking about the WeChat chatters, the little brothers, the little sisters, because they are a moving force. They are a a, a, a group that that have influenced the markets in Sydney and in Melbourne and in, in yeah, parts of uh, Queensland. But the, uh, along with it, also comes the you know they've also influenced the way things are being built, uh, you know, for, for for good, better, or worse, whatever. But the thing is that the labor force has been predominantly, um, you know, uh, Asian uh, Asian uh, traders or a bit, you know, involved in the in the um, in the trades uh, because they, to them, uh, they're, they're the ghost. The majority of them are made up of ghost migrants uh, that um, that are getting cash in hand. And as I, as we said, you know, in earlier podcasts this year, um, last month we said that. Pretty much, you know, twenty five percent to a third of that ghost migrant workforce have gone back to China, Martin, and, and the cost to build is only going to uh, increase uh, over the next uh, six to twelve months. So, yeah, you know, good luck if you if you you know, if you're going to um, uh, yeah be a builder and take on a big project when you've got builders that uh, that just you know small builders building duplexes or uh, pre-sending homes or sub you know, uh, you know home and land packages they're going bust let alone now uh, when you're holding you know tens hundreds of millions of dollars you know with the banks holding a, gu- a shotgun uh, uh, over your head it's crazy stuff and no, no builder wants to no builder wants to take that risk that's yeah you know, that's worth the salt or that the developer is going to pay them um, good dollars because don't forget after they finish the construction after they hand over the keys they they they're in there for a number of years uh, with the uh, uh, with warranties and insurances and and, and um, defects and and everything else so they're not they they're not going to uh, anybody that's worth their salt building something new is um, if they're not char- charging good dollars for it uh, and that goes also back to re- renovating and um, in building, you're, you you can bet your bottom dollar that there'll be a lot of corners that have been cut. Absolutely. And talking about corners being cut, I made a show uh, earlier in the week, in fact, last week, highlighting this um, very important connection. You know, first-time buyers are actually at the pinnacle of the building defects boom because first-time buyers are finding it more and more difficult to buy anything, um, particularly houses. So they're being forced into into buying um, high-rise and the problem is, of course, that the high-rise stuff is uh, pretty defective. You know, we've been covering that over over recent times. So, in a sense, um, as I've made the point before, this is a bit like Russian roulette. You know, you can buy a thing, and it might be okay, it might not be, but it's first-time buyers who are taking the bulk of the risks because they're actually quite active at the moment, but not in the housing sector, in the apartment sector. So it's, it's an absolute, absolute mess. And um, I don't think that anything much the government's really doing is really getting to the heart of the issue because, as you say, the costs of construction continue to rise and uh, the high shipping costs are going to make it even more difficult. You know, we're back to um, $4,000 a container. Well, I think it's back down a little bit now, but still much higher than it was. Um, so it's a mess. <clears throat> and um, <laughs> I don't think politicians really have got um, much of the in the way of action. But, of course, there are um, a few things that they're mulling. Um, question is, is any of the stuff they're mulling going to be any use? Well, this this is the and this is what we say. The, the and we go back to that uh, that second video. <laughs> they, they're just trying to throw all sorts of things uh, ad hoc uh, solutions, band aid solutions uh, at uh, at the the real problem. But nobody from the 
from from the greens to the blues to the reds to the to the lefts to the rights to the labor to the liberals nobody really wants to tackle the real issue which is uh you know apart from a, a few independents uh is the you know which is the immigration and, and the numbers uh we're not saying don't 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 bring yeah, we're not saying stop it all here. Just pause it for pause it. Let, let, let's sort this shit out. Let's sort this thing at uh, grassroots levels. I mean, you before the podcast, you were mentioning also the you know um, you know we, we, we often talk about the we often talk about the um, uh, the uh, what do you call it? The, the, the the vacant uh, the, the vacant uh, houses. And even the kooks got into that, and now he's you know, he's refuting the fact that there's that there's not there's not over a million vacant properties in in Australia because of our our lucid uh, 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 FIB policies. But uh, you know it, it's you know, it all makes sense according to him, and his numbers comes back to I think about four hundred and fifty thousand uh, vacant properties. There is so much shit. There is so so much that is that that we're not told. All all we can see though. Is we can see the, the 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 Sydney hub, the Sydney region, according to domain, the the Melbourne region, according to uh, the domain, and we can see those numbers as we track the numbers on the podcast are showing us uh, a, a lot of pain with regards to uh, yeah to rental vacancies, and even um, even Louis Christopher is raising that now how how the you know, the the rental vacancies are are, are getting um yeah become lower which means more pressure on on those that are looking for uh long-term rental housing as well uh you either it either becomes a bidding war uh yeah behind closed doors uh to to secure a, a long-term rental or you're basically playing yeah hopscotch going from one one dog box to another dog box uh, or living in a caravan or a tent it's crazy, but this is this is the current state of uh, of the government of uh, uh, policy, uh, and I, 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 yeah, with all due respect to 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 our followers that that have been yearning to get into the market, I, I don't think a lot is going to change uh, for 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 a while because the the demand the demand keeps on increasing, but the supply is just not there. And as you said, everyone's now been pushed into these uh, dog boxes. Or, as we said last year, watch this space when we start to see the tide reversing and going back to the uh, outer fringes of of Sydney, uh, going back to the outer fringes of Sydney for those that are that are prepared to sacrifice, you know, um, pay a sacrifice and and travel a bit further and and, and beyond. Uh, so this is and, and those changes are starting to to happen on the ground and they'll only be reported on in about you know uh, two or three months time. Yeah. And just on that, I made a show uh, called The Rental Market is Broken, where I actually went through some of Louis Christopher's uh, most recent numbers, which was pretty horrific, showing just uh, how low the vacancies were. But I also included in there the core logic maps. And what's interesting about those core logic maps is that you can see over the last year, there's been massive increases in, in average rentals, but it's not uniformly spread, right? So, for example, in Hobart, rentals are down a little bit. In Sydney and Melbourne, up quite a lot um, in some other areas like Adelaide, quite diverse. And so again, these high level headlines, um, you know, you need to go granular to be able to actually understand it. But the other point you make there, and again, I made a show on this, that people are actually leaving Sydney. And there was a, some significant articles last week highlighting the fact that people in their 30s and 40s who now can't afford to buy in the Sydney region are exiting. They're going elsewhere to try and find somewhere to live. So it's having profound impacts on the number of available workers at, at, in certain age groups and certain categories in the Sydney region. So the point about this is it's not just individuals who are being impacted, but the broader economy is also being hit as well. So th these are these are really, really, really big deals. And uh, I guess it's going to be a matter of time. You know, you, you mentioned the kook, <clears throat> who I think um, started with the, the one million and it's probably more than that, because I don't think the census necessarily picks up all the vacant properties. But interestingly, <clears throat> some of them are Airbnb, some of them are second homes, et cetera, et cetera. Some of them are in transit. But even if it was 400,000 rather than a million, 400,000 <laughs> vacant homes, right? Well, that's still enough to actually solve a lot of the uh, a lot of the problems we have if there was some different strategies around dealing with, with, with some of that. And, um, you know, I, I'd make this point, of course, that in fact, uh, 
you know, there's discussion now about Airbnb. Should you put levies on Air, um, Airbnb rentals to try and fix the housing crunch? So, so we're we're grasping at uh, straws. And uh, as this article makes the point, you know, it's already in place in places like Germany and France and the US. And um, it's probably appropriate to think about this as one of the issues. But you're dead right. The real critical issue is. So many people coming into the country, so many people, as we keep highlighting, coming into the country with capacity to buy, uh, you know, <laughs> we keep talking about those tigers, keep hunting, keep buying, right? Well, that, that's it, Martin. Uh, there's some pressure now being put on the uh, on the WeChat chatterers in, uh, with regards to, and, and also the uh, silent tigers, the students that have been coming over because a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the tertiary education or a number of the tertiary educations are outside of the six six or eight major uh, universities. Unfortunately, Wollongong doesn't come into that category that uh, that that's a major university according to to, to, to what's happening now. And, and um, there's uh, you know uh, there, there are a lot of students that would otherwise even be going to Wollongong University are going to not be issued a visa in um, in China and another part in also in India because of the the, the scrutinising the, the the courses that are being issued. Uh, so whether you're by, by, whether you're, you're coming over by hook or by crook, uh, legitimately or, or in, uh, not not legitimately, you're going to you know, you, you could you know, um yeah, depending on what you what you select, what university you've selected, or what university is accepting you, there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a uh, yeah le less people coming in by way of as students in order to appease uh, the, the the rest of the yeah the yeah the, these concerns that a lot of the uh, the other yeah, the, the local Aussies are bringing up, which is yeah rightfully bringing up. But it's only it's a, it's only a short term fix because sooner than later they'll they'll re reopen that again. But in the in the short term, uh, it, it will affect uh, some tertiary education um, providers. Uh, we yeah we we're, there'll be reports in the mainstream media that see see what we've done, see how wonderful the government is. Uh, they've stopped uh, you know some students from coming in uh, from uh, you know. Uh, in order to reduce the uh, the, the demand for, for for rentals, but you know, we got to talk about the, uh, the 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 a lot of the other uh, pathways uh, to PR that the government has uh, opened up the doors to uh, that that are that are of concern. So, yeah, in essence, um, regardless, there, there's uh, unless you, you if you want to tackle the the the, the yeah, students or migrants coming into the country. You've also got to start uh, fixing the, the the loopholes within the uh, uh, yeah, financial, yeah with the financial investment review board uh, as to how people can circumvent the purchase of of, of properties, established homes when when they should only be purchasing uh, new dwellings. Uh, so you, you know, so they've, they've really got to take it seriously. I think what what we discussed last week. Is you can't just bring out one policy and expect that to to work. You, it, it's really got to be a, a a holistic approach to sorting out all the issues. You know that the, the, that the government's but nobody wants to take that first step, Mark. Nobody wants to take that step. So in, in essence it, it, of all that, look at the reports that have been coming out uh, with uh, over the over the weekend, over the last week, with regards to investors coming back into the market. Uh, uh, first-time buyers coming back into the market allegedly. I've been saying in Sydney, investors never left the market, and first-time buyers never really left the market. Uh, they were just uh, waiting on the sideline. And and as we said, a lot of these people that are influencing these markets are your WeChat chatterers and your and your silent tigers. And and, and their call is keep hunting, uh, keep buying. So and when you start talking to the agency in the in the areas where a lot of these in, these you know, investment homes are being bought. You start figuring out that a lot of them are in your Blacktown LGAs, your Parramatta LGAs, and your your, your Liverpool LGAs, and, and and this is where um, uh, yeah, your Albans, your Lipcombs, and this is where you you can get away with uh, with um, your budget accommodation, and, and and this is why they do it. So there are a lot of things, there are a lot of moving pieces that have got to be put together. I mean, this uh, when the this jigsaw puzzle has has a lot of moving elements. But it's it's the governments and the and the powers to be only want to want, only want to 
deal with or seem to be dealing with uh, whatever wins and brownie points, if I could uh, put it that way. They don't really want to deal with the with the real issues that are that are behind this whole uh, this whole fiasco that we find ourselves in now. So, in the meantime, uh, the the losers are the uh, the local first home buyers that would be wanting to get into the market. And I'm talking about I'm not talking about those that have been sitting on the sideline that are carrying one million, one point five million dollars in the bank accounts because they've made a lot of a mozza with crypto or any other or any other uh, in, investment fund. But I'm just talking about the you know the your your, your typical blue collar Aussie butler that just wants to get into you know into your Blacktown LGAs, into your uh, Liverpool LGAs, you know that, that sit between your eight hundred and fifty and a million dollar uh, properties. I mean they just keep, keep on getting keep on getting priced out. Uh, and, and their ten percent deposits, five percent deposits, or ten percent deposits are just going nowhere um, because prices keep on uh, on going up, and uh, they're they're, comp- they're competing with investors. And so, yeah, we, we we've got a, a big schmozzle out there uh, on on the ground. I mean, the reports that we're getting from uh, from the agents that we talk to in the Blacktown LGA and the Parramatta LGA, it's it's incredible how they because you know, I've been talking to them about. Um, you know, keeping an eye out on the on the WeChat chatterers and uh, and on the Silent Tigers, and it's I mean, some of the stuff that uh, you know that they that they send me, and some of the stuff that we talk about, it's what we talk about on the on the show. I mean, they are really going toe to toe. It's it's fierce competition out there uh, in some of the some of the auctions in Blacktown. We're reporting, you know, uh, twenty registered bidders, uh, you know, for for homes, and the winners were uh, the majority of the winners were investors. Uh, it, you know, it was a 50-50 call. So that, that says a lot. Um, obviously, different markets are acting differently um, you know, where the, you know, in, your, in your inner west and that, and that this is where you've got, everybody's got to look at things uh, at their markets that they want to preference and want to go into, you know, granular as we keep on saying. Um, and, and you've got to take a lot into a lot into, into account. So yeah, look, there's you know, a, a lot, the, the, the talks, the talks about the uh, New South Wales, the uh, mulls, uh, you know, it's mulling. How long are they going to be mulling uh, for before they decide to to do something? And we start looking at the the areas where the where um, like uh, you know, we follow Victoria as the example. The areas that were, were affected by the by, by the uh, taxes on Airbnb, by uh, uh, taxes on investment properties, where you're out of fringes, out of fringes, and your in your coastal areas that that just took off. Uh, you know, and, they, and and people should not have been paying the kind of money they were paying, and they they they're receding a little bit. They're coming back, and this is where these properties are coming back on the market. You look at you look at the Sydney region now. The Sydney region, according to our our show and our podcast, is the Sydney region according to domain, which basically encompasses uh, your, your more your uh, your Sydney basin. Uh, when you, you talk about square meter research or your or your um, you know core logics uh, REA um, you know prop track well yeah this Sydney region you know is in the uh, you know, closer to your neck of the woods as well as over the mountains and into into the, uh, the the central coast but if you look at those markets Martin uh, in your central coast you're um, you're you know, closer to to your Wollongongs well. Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of a lot more properties coming on the market there, and things things have changed. Then, and, and there's a little bit of light on. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of light at the end of that tunnel. However, because now uh, people are being uh, will continue to be priced out of the of the Sydney Basin region as we talk about it. Guess where they're going to be going, yeah. and guess where the market's also going to be picking back up again, and that is in your outer Sydney regions, according to your core logics and according to your your SQMs and according to your, your prop tracks. So it's a fluid market, and you've got to watch it. And things are changing on a on a week by week, month by month basis. So it's it's crazy, but you know, the, 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 going back to video number two that we from earlier on in the show. That is government policy 101. Yeah, let's move the post, not deal with the real problem. Spot on. And uh, talking about real problems, uh, there was this article which uh, talks specifically about the areas around um, Liverpool. And they were making the point that the DA process, so this is the process where you've got to get development approval, um, it's taking ages. And so they totted it up, and there's a lot of property 
that is blocked from being actually moved at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, particularly in some of those um, outer western suburbs, um, if you tot up all those units there, it's, it's quite a lot of, um, uh, uh, of property. But the other observation, and, you know, the picture on this particular article quite intrigued me because what they're doing is they're taking, you know, you're, you're a typical home, you know, the old ones that people would have held, and they're knocking them down and they're throwing up um, high-rise, quality of construction questionable, but the council development process is another broken part of the puzzle, isn't it? Yeah, and this is where remember Ming said that he was going to take the fight to the car, to the local councils, and I said, "Good luck." Yeah. Uh, yeah, good, good luck. Regardless of the, regardless of whether yeah, whichever way they lean, uh, yeah, you got a fight on your shoulders because you've got a lot of the councillors and a lot of the, the, the you've got a lot of vested interests in 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 local councils, and depending on which way. Uh, they're going to be swayed or depending on whether they've got a brown paper bag or whether they've got a, a, an LD reusable bag uh, will determine what you know, what the outcome is at the next uh, at the next day, you know, uh, meeting with regards to rezoning or allowing a development to go through. That's what Dusty tells me. That's what happens. Um, I haven't, I'm not, I haven't privy to, I haven't gone to a uh, council meeting. That's what Dusty tells me. Martin. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure there's some, tr there, there's some truth in that. So, you know, what, what goes on, of course, is the, um, is the question. But then, if you come back to, to your point about, you know, the investors are quite active in some areas now. Um, this, this was actually uh, one that uh, came in macro business, right, which showed that uh, property prices are reaching all-time highs at the end of 23. That's according to Domain. And their headline was property investors rush into Sydney. And you also included a couple of little quotes, which I thought were quite interesting. Um, people are jumping into buying so they don't miss out. Panic buying. Um, a property boom starting to um, maybe emerge, we'll see. Um, and um, bullish property owner occupied in the city's housing in Melbourne as a counter-cyclical move. Problem is investment stock holiday homes in Mornington and outer suburbs getting hammered by Airbnb crackdown and land taxes. So, I mean, you know, wherever you look, you've got all these moving parts. <laughs> no wonder it's so chaotic. Yeah, look, it is, and this is, and I put that there with regard to. Obviously, that was uh, uh, Peter Summers, uh, Catherine Cashman reposted that, and, and I thought it was interesting because we're 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 now seeing uh, like again the, the the fluid marketing in Melbourne, where 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 people are coming back in in order to to buy in in, in certain suburbs, and then uh, Will Con, uh, I just uh, came across uh, his post in. in um, uh, responding to one of um, you know somebody else's uh, uh, tweet with regards to uh, the yeah, Melbourne being the canary in the coal mine with regards to the the falls of property prices across Australia, but but he 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 brought bring he brought the argument uh, which is what we're talking about. It's somewhat in the, when when we talk about uh, yeah Sydney region is yeah it comes back to how you classify uh, the Sydney uh, the, the Melbourne region as well. So again, this this highlights you know uh, the, the 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 interest back in the markets in uh, in Melbourne, and it'll be an interesting thing how to see how that plays out. But also more to the point is the interest in the inner parts of Melbourne as opposed to the outer fringes, right? Which is where where you would think that your 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 local first home buyers that want to get in the market would go into, but for whatever reasons, personal reasons, they don't want to go into into the fringes where a lot of the uh, where a lot of the investors dumped uh, and and continue to dump uh, the investment properties because, as we said, they, 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 the 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 money it just doesn't make sense. Uh, why hold? And a lot of the WeChat chatters have dumped their their investment properties and and are on the market. And as long as they get their money back. Uh, you know, you know, worst case scenario, they just get the money back what they paid for in maybe 2015, 2017, when they bought off the planning, those subdivisions uh, out in the fringes, they don't care because they, they consider that to be a dead investment. But again, we go back to then and we highlight that this, I, I highlight the fact that, you know, or bring to, to our um, viewers' attention and what I've been saying is, so, you know, my argument with regards to, you know, you know, yeah, you know, is is you know, get, getting rid of the um, getting rid of negative gearing 
is that the is that the answer? It may be the answer long term, but it's not necessarily the answer short term because we are seeing a lot of investors exit a market uh, in Melbourne, and it is a big market, uh, and, and and you've got this huge growth of uh, for sale listings in Melbourne, but yet Melbourne are, are beating us to the you know to 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 see who gets to five thousand uh, rental listings you know, on the way down, uh, and it's. So you know, the, the way things are playing out is really got to be looked at uh, again in you know, in small sections as opposed to you know, painting everything with that with that one great big brush like the mainstream do, and to, in order to understand you know, all these moving parts. And again, I say it's a very fluid; they are very fluid markets. Absolutely, and. Uh... You know, we talk granularity, of course, a lot of the time. So people say, oh, you're talking about granularity again, but it's pretty critical. Now, let me just talk about um, insiders. I don't know whether you saw it, but uh, the Green Party was on interviewed on insiders about their housing policy uh, because what they're doing at the moment is uh, threatening to um, try and derail Labour's uh, program of what forty thousand um, um, homes where they're actually doing sort of shared equity. Um, their argument is that'll only help about zero point two percent of uh, first time buyers. So everybody else is going to going to miss out. It's going to put prices up. So point one, they argued the program will put prices up, and then there was a debate about well, how much of that. But interestingly, they said we don't think migration's the problem. And we don't think housing supply is the problem. And I'm thinking, what planet are they on, <laughs> right? And what they're wanting to do is to um, is to uh, you know, raise the issue of, of of negative gearing and the capital gains tax, the fifty percent, um, uh, uh, you know, basically offset that people have. Um, so it was a very interesting discussion, but it showed to me that this was very very shallow in terms of really getting to what's going on and how. The Greens, the Greens said there's nothing wrong with high migration. I thought that was really interesting. Well, look, uh, without, without belaboring the whole point, uh, as anybody told the Greens that in order to, when, when you bring in a lot of migrants, you also got to build infrastructure and building infrastructure means a lot of, um, you know, increasing our carbon footprint, right? I mean, that's just a thought. <laughs> yeah, spot on. Uh, but that's, <laughs> Just a thought. I don't know about you, Martin, but that's just a thought that crossed my mind. Yeah, um, and, and so the, the, the point there, Edwin, is <clears throat> I want to I want to come back to this. A lot of the decisions that are being taken, and a lot of the waffle that's going on at the moment, is all political, right? So every, everyone is trying to score political points and take political positions. But I keep coming back to the, the, unless we get joined up thinking to put all of the pieces of the puzzle together and put the jigsaw puzzle together called, you know, the property sector overall, and then start strategically thinking about how to deal with it. We're never going to solve it. All we're going to do is we're going to have knee-jerk reactions left, right, and center. We're going to have, you know, like in Victoria, you know, Airbnb turned down, higher, higher taxes, you know, all of those things. Um, none of this is going to solve the fundamental structural issues that we have. This has been going wrong for 20 or 30 years. The property sector is highly politicised, and as we said in one of our recent shows, and guess what? A lot of politicians own a lot of property. Now, can they objectively um, you know, take the tough decisions because uh, of what's going on? And, um, you know, you can't get away from the fact that if you look at the comparison between average incomes and average property prices, they've diverged dramatically as a result of that. We've got more first-time buyers getting into property much later than previously. And in fact, I did some research for a newspaper very recently that showed that we've gone from mid-20s to you know, early to mid-30s as first-time buyers. The average mortgage is now 35 years rather than 25 years, some of the new stuff being written, which means that people will actually go into retirement still with a mortgage. <laughs> and in the meantime, property prices continue to diverge from real true incomes. Um, I don't understand why it is that our politicians just don't want to tackle those fundamental structural issues. Maybe it's just too hard. Maybe it's they're going to, because if they do X, then they're going to actually upset a lot of other people. And if they do Y, they're going to upset other people. So they try to not upset anybody. And in the meantime, lip service will do the, you know things around the edge, but not tackle 
the fundamental structural issues. And if that is their strategy, then property prices will only go one way. Oh, look, they're going to continue to climb. Uh, whilst, whilst they're talking about it, whilst they're having committee meetings, whilst Albanese gets another 58 staff members uh, for you know, to, to, to look after his uh, his affairs and, and, and looking at more, apparently, I understand it, whilst we have uh, 2,000 or 20,000 um, uh, know, uh, uh, employed under the, the, the tax office, uh, whilst we have all what was the you know what, what why would they want to change anything Martin what, what, why would they want to change anything when when at the end of the day um you know uh, it, it's a it's a sweet ride uh, and uh, as I said what we should be looking at uh, I'd say it cynically but surely there's got to be we, we we've got to start having Politicians, we've got to start having licenses being issued to politicians. And you've got to qualify. You've got to have, a, like, you know, like you have a driving test to drive on the road. You've got to have some sort of a test to become a politician and, and qualify. Like, <laughs> like you have a law degree. <laughs> yeah, you know, something. Surely, look, whether it comes above the real estate license, whether it comes below the real estate license, you know, mm. whichever, you can argue that later. But there, there, there's got to be a way to, uh, that they can't, they can't hide behind, uh, uh, parliamentary uh, privileges and all that sort of bullshit, right? Because there's so much stuff that comes out, and, and, and they're playing with with our money. Look, uh, I don't know. All I, all we can see and we can report on and we can talk about is is, is what's happening. Uh, looking at the different moving parts, and there are more and more moving parts. Uh, you know, as we get, uh, we're, we're going to, you know, as we're going get, getting into 2024. Uh, there's a lot more happening uh, globally. Uh, there, there are a lot more issues over there. What what are, what what are people thinking? The sentiment, and this is what we try to bring into our into the show, into the Monday evening rant, and to 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 give people a, a, a heads up. I mean, the, you know, we're talking about those. Uh, we're going to talk about more about the the, the rental numbers and and some of the um you know, and what you also raised over the weekend in, in one of your shows. I mean, it's scary stuff, Martin. We're we're, we're uh, Melbourne's Melbourne's just about to break through the eight thousand uh, list, you know, listings on on market for lease listings on market. Uh, I think around about a hundred and a hundred short or something like that. Last time I checked, uh, but it's it's a race to five thousand. That that is that that is that that is scary. Uh, as I, as we've said in pre, as I've said in previous uh, shows, that they, they, they used to be the. The, the four lease numbers combined, you know, the eight eight and a half thousand that we've got in Sydney used to be the four lease uh, numbers combined for the Blacktown and uh, Blacktown and uh, and Parramatta LGAs at one stage, <laughs> and this is for all of the Sydney region now. It's crazy. It is crazy. I am I am convinced that we're we're going to have a we're going to there's going to be a, a revolution soon. There's going to be more demonstration. I'm not 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 talking about. You know, ten or fifteen people. I'm talking about thousands of people just uh, demonstrating down the streets uh, in front of uh, Parliament House, uh, you know, uh, across many states, uh, because th this is becoming a huge crisis. You know, it, it soon, you know, and this is my what my predictions is that soon it will become an international, uh, it, it, you know, known as an uh, as a uh, you know, we're going to become known internationally for the for the rental crisis that we uh, we're walking into. Well, it's interesting. There was an article in Bloomberg a few weeks ago saying um, um, the Australian property market should be a lesson to the world. In other words, how not to do it. And the other interesting observation, I don't know whether you saw the Nemesis series on ABC where they looked at uh, the, um, you know, the uh, last three uh, conservative prime ministers, but there was a little bit at the end where Turnbull made a really interesting point. He said, you know, the problem is that politicians have got into the idea that Politics is the end game. In other words, just winning the politics is all you need to worry about, right? <laughs> There's your problem, right? And I think absolutely, that's the problem. Politicians have actually got to the point where self-perpetuation is their end game. That's their measure of success. In other words, not how it helps real people, you know, to, to grow and develop. It's about winning the political argument and about winning the next election. And there's your problem. So no wonder we're not seeing anything in the way of, um, you know, creative strategies or, or stuff that actually really takes us to where we want to get to. So as you, you know, set that back cloth, then you look at the numbers. Well, the numbers tell the story, don't they? Properties for sale in Sydney. If we go back to the 12th, it was 15850. Um, this week, 
on the 19th, it's 15,990. So, you know, very, very slightly higher, but <laughs> our listings are still lower relative to last year, um, which, by the way, the mainstream is still not um, caught up with, right? So they're saying, oh, more listings, more listings. Well, actually, compared with last year, we're still lower. Yeah, and again, we go back to that simple uh, premise that we brought out, that we've been bringing out over the last few weeks, and that is the 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 the, the um uh, the, the ABS uh, definition of Sydney region is 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 not does not define where most of the people are looking at, and and, and where most of the reports that that are alleged to be reported on, they they uh, yeah, I mean, we can just go we just go over and over the same point. Um, so, yeah, you know, as I keep on saying, the Central Coast is not Sydney. Correct. Wollongong is not Sydney. Not Sydney, yeah. Uh, Lithgow is not Sydney uh, or Sydney region. So, and, and this is so this is where it's all happening. This is where all those all, all the reports are happening. And, and as I said, this this is more consistent with with what the the the, the, the Sydney region is. Now, uh, we're, we're as we've we've got. You know, I said last time we last week we had uh you know uh, four to six weeks we've you know we've got you know uh, we're getting closer to to the winter uh, to to winter uh, and, and and the numbers are going to start potentially going to start receding. Those numbers in Sydney are not uh, are not uh, 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 growing like like a lot of people would like to, to to think that they are that they are growing, and this is why. A lot of people on a lot of social media uh, posts they they just don't get it. You know, they, they read the mainstream media articles. Oh, there's big numbers. Yeah, big numbers here, big numbers there. Blah blah blah. This, that, and the other. And, and then they go and face twenty, you know, twenty registered bidders in bloody Blacktown. Uh, you know why? Because of you know, or or in the inner west, or or you know, fifty registered bidders. You know, twenty participated and. In five, we're battling it out, and 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 yeah, you know, the house went for uh, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars above reserve. This is the crazy shit that really happens. But that's when you when you get hoodwinked into believing, uh, you know, uh, the you know going by the broader uh, those broader you know, uh, numbers or broader picture. For me, um, looking at it, uh, drilling down into the suburbs, into the LGAs and the suburbs that we're looking for clients. Uh, paints a totally different story to what the mainstream uh, media. And then, I've, then we've also got to look at what's influencing those markets. What, what, what's you know, what the rental, you know, what the rental um, positions are for for those markets as well. What what's being sold? What's coming on the market? What's not coming on uh, uh, on the market? What's what's being sold on the uh, uh, on the WeChat chatter platforms or, 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 or genuine off market? You know, all, all these things, uh, you know, uh, are the, the, the things that we look at and, you know, all to the point where, you know, which which selling agents can we influence with a, with a quick sale, quick deposit? You know, you know, you, know, you can think of, you know, you can start spending your commission now and think about your next <laughs> commission straight away sort of thing. They're all the, they're all the moving parts, but unfortunately... Uh, a lot of our viewers understand that, and they take that, that they take that on board, and they and they've had great results from the emails and uh, in the DMs that you and I get. But unfortunately, a lot of people, um, you know, uh, but believe in in the mainstream or, or 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 other data houses, and and they get they come unstuck. Melbourne is a different kettle of fish altogether. Uh, you know, you've got the, the the numbers for Melbourne. You know, uh, l- last week there were twenty six thousand. 26,113. And, and yeah, now you got 26,249. Again, not a lot, but when you, they, they've got double the amount of uh, you know, homes, freestanding homes for sale um, in, uh, in in the Melbourne region to to the to to the Sydney region. And again, they, they've been increasing. But when you compare those the sales numbers across Sydney and Melbourne to the to the rental numbers. Uh, across Sydney and Melbourne, it it, it, play, it play, you know, paints a different picture altogether, Martin. And this is what I'm saying: is is uh, getting rid of forcing investors to sell the homes? Is that yeah? You know, is that a you know from from how Melbourne is uh, reacting to yeah you know, to a lot of those policy changes? Uh, I I don't think the, the immediately we're not going to see uh, anything positive, yeah, you know, because of the the way that the rental market is. Uh, uh, is playing out as well, so it's 
know, there are a lot of moving parts and it's very, very fluid. Absolutely. Fluid is exactly the right word. Um, I can think of another word, a slightly more brown word, but I won't, uh, I won't mention that one. Um, now, let's just look uh, briefly at uh, uh, Brisbane, because, of course, Brisbane, again, its own market. Um, last uh, week, the 12th, we had uh, 3213 properties. And if we go forward to the 19th, 3262. So <laughs> it's still almost nothing, right? So there's still very, very strong demand in the Brisbane region. And, uh, you know, this is a classic example where you've absolutely got to, um, you know, look at the local data r rather than just um, the aggregate data again, because up in Brisbane, um, all the information that I'm seeing is that there's uh, some very hot markets, but there are also some other markets now that are beginning to actually ease back a little. So it's not uniformly hot. So again, go granular. Yeah. And then, and, and and that's very very clear because again you got all those reports of the of the rental stress as well. I haven't been following the the the, the rental market for the Brisbane yeah. region, but yeah, there's a lot of reports and a lot of lot, lot of chatter there. Interesting that some of the uh, the DMs and the and the posts on on yeah the posts that we make uh, also say that uh, the asylum tigers are very active up there as yeah. well. So interesting fact. The, and, the, the, and, and just one other thing, Edwin, we're still seeing a very significant drift away from Melbourne and Sydney to Queensland. So that migration pattern is actually happening. Now, some of those are actually migrants coming in, landing in Sydney and Melbourne and going up north, but also a lot of long-term long residents of Sydney and Melbourne have sold up and are going north as well. So that there's some really very important trends that people need to understand as to why some of those dynamics are the way they are. Yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to see how the the, the yeah the, the the Olympics are gonna uh, are gonna affect the the, the Brisbane market. Uh, yeah, in my view, the Olympics should have been held in in Melbourne because then that way the the, the all the housing that's being uh, put on the market in Melbourne <laughs> could be absorbed. Right? <laughs> oh, that's an interesting idea. I suspect that won't uh, that won't fly. But uh, yeah, interesting. Now let's just look at quickly the auctions because, of course, the auction counts quite uh, uh, significant. So we can see there that the next auction stats for the twenty fourth look uh, well pretty strong. Um, and uh, you make an interesting point, of course. At what point does the market peak? That's now the really interesting question, right? Because we're sort of, uh, you know, in flight heading towards Easter. And as we get into Easter, then we begin to think about autumn, et cetera, et cetera. So is this peak auction? No, I think we're going to have a few more weeks at the, you know, close to the thousand. Uh, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll have a few more weeks. And don't forget, let's not, don't forget that the, uh, uh, the, the Lunar New Year is, is over now. A lot of uh, a lot of people now are coming back. A lot of the WeChat chatters are coming back. So the your typical suburbs where you see a lot of auctions uh, happening. And guess what? Next week, I think Tom Panos comes back as well. So we'll start getting the uh, Tom Panos index. I think he comes back uh, from his holiday as well. So uh, you know it'll be it's all going. It's fun and games with auctions. But as, as we we missed you, Tom. We missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the rentals in Sydney then, uh, Erwin, quickly. Uh, so this is a bit of a, a trend story. So on the 5th of February, we had 9159. Go forward to the 12th, we had 8804, properties for rent in the Sydney region. And if we go through to the 19th, 8353. Oh, that trend's looking, um, you know, pretty concerning, really. Um, there's less property available. Look, there is, and and look at the same trend for uh, you look at the trend for for Melbourne. We we are from the, on the 29th. We go to from 8,905 uh, on the 12th. Go to 8,420, and then it drops um, down. Yeah, today's numbers are uh, 8,159 and and dropping. Uh, it, it, it is it, it is scary. This is yeah. We, one would have thought that. Uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of you know uh, yeah the uh, a lot of those properties um, that from the investors are, are going onto the onto the for sale ledger and they're not coming over to to the rental ledger because investors just really want to want want to get out although there's they're starting to we're starting to see a trend of uh, as those previous posts from uh, from the uh, Melbourne observers. Uh, you know, said that um, the sun see a bit more activity, but it'll be interesting to see how quickly that activity, uh, you know, uh, 
filters out to the to the to the you know, more to the outer uh, fringes of uh, of the Melbourne region and and beyond, um, you know, and whether or not that's where people really want to uh, want to want to live. Um, it's a lot of it. A lot of it is where a lot of the young people want and don't want to live, and and that's you know that's. Uh, uh, you know, the, the the sacrifices and the, that uh, people want to make and don't want to make in order to you know to to have a roof over their head uh, uh, for long term, but uh, you know as I've uh, said to to my kids, you know look, you, you've got to you got to make the sacrifice like um, you know uh, you know uh, grandma and grandpa did, uh, moving out into the fringes before uh, you know uh, in order to to have that longevity, and a lot of people ha- have done that and. Uh, you know, and we'll continue to do that. So, but uh, it, it's it, it's there's a lot of play. There's a lot of play with this, um, with the with the new generation needs and wants and and, and must haves or should haves and all this sort of stuff. And but it's yeah, it, it's not making it easy. Government government policies are not making it easy, uh, and, and it's um, uh, complicating uh, things a, a lot more than what they should be. Yeah, and it's worth saying, everyone, as we move into the tip of the week, and this is a really disturbing tip, the the, the truth is that there's a fractiousness out there. There's a lot of people feeling under huge pressure, and it's beginning to manifest itself in in rather uncomfortable ways, and um, I think people need to be a little bit cautious. Yeah, look, this is just something, uh, again, that happened uh, to... We were out uh, talking with some clients uh, on the weekend, and we uh, we just uh, yeah, met with uh, with an accountant uh, on Saturday afternoon, uh, and uh, and I had um, yeah, and Dusty was with me, and and one of our other associates, and uh, they went to the news agency to 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 get some uh, get some things done uh, quickly. Uh, yeah, you know, whilst we were getting ready for our meeting with the accountant, and you know, um, you know, uh, Dusty came back a little bit shaken, and and, and she was uh, she'd been pushed around uh, by by a fellow, uh, uh, you know, and, and obviously she yeah, it was it was good that uh, one of our other colleagues was uh, with her, but also female, unfortunately. Um, but uh, but that's the tension that that's the tension that's that's out there in the in, in the in, in the pressure and uh, you, you find that there's a lot of people uh, and after she told me that after we had the conversation obviously I got a little bit a little bit heated I uh, uh, wanted to you know um, you know do all sorts of things myself but uh, yeah she said well four you know things have come down everything moved on now um, but. Um, what I've started noticing whilst uh, we were sitting there in the, uh, at the uh, in this shopping center in the in this cafe of the shopping center, I started look, looking around and being a little bit more observant myself, and I noticed that there was a hell of a lot more people just milling around, just milling around, w- w- waiting, uh, and for for what uh, other than you know were they you know. Do, doing nothing it's really doing nothing and if they were sitting at a uh, at a coffee shop yeah uh, there was you know one one coffee between three or four people not that they were sharing the coffee but that's you know you, you sort of think yeah the the businesses aren't really making money there's a lot of people milling around milling in, you know, in the shopping centers sitting around taking room in the uh in the coffee shops but not not doing anything so it's creating this tension it's creating this uh, uh you know anxiety um so i just said you know the 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 tip for this week is really uh, you know, be, be careful and, and and this is now uh after that we 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 had a chat obviously we had a further chat with uh with our colleagues and uh we made it a point that um, you know when we having meetings with clients and the, and the like, no matter where we we're we're out in pairs and preferably um, you know uh, accompanied by you know one of the um, by, by a male as opposed to just having two two ladies also attend. So it was yeah, but you just don't know. It's crazy. Uh, the week before was you know raging shopping centres in in the car parks, rage on the roads. It's 
you know, this whole tension and pressure and anxiety is really starting to come out, and I see it more in where where a lot of these groups, a lot of groups of people are concentrating on. Yeah, and the point is, of course, that um, you know the financial stress and the property stress and uh, you know the political stupidity that's going on has real social consequences, and uh, that's what we're starting to see. I always feared that was going to be playing out. It's playing out in the UK as well, by the way. We've uh, we've seen some similar um, things recently here too. So, you know, it is unfortunate that um, politicians in their little bubble in Canberra have no idea what it's really like on the ground for ordinary Australians, you know, dealing with all of the issues that they have to deal with at the moment. And, um, you know, sometimes fuses are short and um, people can get hurt. So, uh, you know, watch your back, take care. And um, just be a little bit cautious, unfortunately, is the uh, the tip of the week. Edwin, I want to say thank you very much. A very thoughtful but very important chat this week. And uh, I guess we'll do it all again. And there'll be loads more to talk about, won't there? Oh, yeah. And there are, hopefully there'll be more more, more, more video footage of uh, Albo and Co Real Estate. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what they come up with. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, look. And to be to be to be fair, to be fair, as as you and I said from uh, being saying from 2019, it it, it doesn't matter whether it was Elbow and Co. Uh, real estate or whether it was uh, Skymo Partners real estate would have been the same shit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the, the the fix the fix was in uh, way before the election. Spot on. Unfortunately, that's true, and uh, doesn't really make. Much difference who's in power because they're all on the on the same side of the fence, not necessarily on the side of uh, of ordinary households. Edwin, thanks very much. Have a good week, and we'll see you next week. Uh, as as they say in uh, Spanish, my hasta mañana, because it just seemed like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Take care.